You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. A place of sinless perfection. How many people remember that? Yeah. As we're worshiping, the Lord said to me, He's going to raise young people here. He's going to raise people who are going to demonstrate victory over sin. Hallelujah. Amen. I don't know about you. I'm excited about that because I'm one of those. Amen. Yeah. So we are going to walk in victory over sin. I'm telling you, that's what Jesus died for. And that's what the kingdom is about. If there's no sin in heaven, there shouldn't be sin in your life. No excuses. Come on. Yeah, no more excuses. Turn to your neighbor and say, no more excuses. Yes, no more excuses. You have been given the power to rule over sin. Yeah, we can do it. And we will prove it in our generation that it is possible. Do you understand me? It is possible. Hallelujah. Yeah. So, (laughs) where do we start? We're talking about the contemporary realities of the kingdom. And listen to me, sin has been defeated. The devil has been lying to us for many, many years. But now God is showing us that he has been defeated. He has been defeated. If we want to operate the way the people in heaven operate, guess what? We need to take everything. Have you ever seen, have you ever heard of someone jealous in heaven? No, there's no jealousy in heaven. Why should there be jealousy in your life? Yes. There's no pride in heaven. Why should there be pride in our lives? Are you getting me? It was thrown out of heaven. It should be thrown out of your life. Yeah, this is the real grace message. Come on. It's by grace, right? Yeah, it's, 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 it's not by might nor by power. It's by the Spirit. It's by the Spirit. nothing we cannot do. There's nothing. After singing, great are you, Lord, then we limit him in our lives. Isn't that a contradiction? Is he not greater than your sin? Huh? He's giving you the victory. No more excuses. So what has, what has dawned upon me is the fact that when we sin, it's a matter of choice. It's a matter of choice. It's not by compulsion. I'm telling you, it's not by compulsion. If you are born again, if you are a child of God, if you are the new creation in Christ, it's by choice. So don't come and tell me the devil made me. The devil does not have the power to make you. 
Yeah, we do make mistakes, yes. No condemnation to them that are in Christ. But understand that it was a choice. Okay? How many people have made some dumb choices? Come on. Yeah. I have lots of them. I can write a book on my, cho- my dumb choices. Yeah, we've all made dumb choices. So don't give me that look as if... <laughs> yeah, we've all been there. But guess what? God is raising a new breed. There's a new breed that is emerging in this land right from this place that will demonstrate the kingdom. Satan will be afraid of you. Do you understand? When, when, when you show up, he'll say, oh my God, they are here again. They are here again. Not again. Please go somewhere else. Go somewhere else. Because he will try you. He will tempt you. He'll be defeated. Just like Jesus defeated him, you will defeat him as well. Amen. You will defeat him. You will walk in victory. Amen. And he will, he will pull, pull everything out of his arsenal against you and nothing will work. And you begin to gain a reputation in hell. They will call you, when, you, when they call your name, Satan will say, please. <laughs> Not that one. Amen. Come on. Amen. Yeah. That's what's going to happen. It will happen. Yes. In fact, it's already happening. Yes. Yeah. You see, and when I talk about sin, don't bring your religious mind here now. Because what a religion calls sin is not necessarily sin. Come on. Yeah. So, I'm excited. I don't know. God has never spoken to me such a thing. But so, I'm, I'm so excited. I feel like jumping. In fact, hey! Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory to God. Amen. Amen. We are going to deal with the devil in this land. I'm telling you. Thank you. They will bow. Amen. Why? Because our big brother has defeated him. Amen. Hallelujah. And he has given us the victory. He's given us the victory. So you, you are not defeated. Uh, Pastor, what about this? What about that? I'm struggling with this. No, you are the one that is struggling. But what God has done inside you is more potent. is more powerful. I pray that God will open your eyes to see how powerless Satan is. To see how defeated he is. Yeah. Do you think when Satan came into the garden, do you think he came as, as a powerful person? How did he come? He had to camouflage. He had to hide. He had to get into a snake. He had to get, a, get permission from the snake. In fact, he didn't even impose himself on the snake. That's why God judged the snake. Yeah, because the snake gave permission. Are you getting me? Yeah. So he, he came, he, he, he tricked Eve. 
deceived her. That's how he came in. He's still deceiving today. He's still deceiving people. He's still making people think that they are powerless. Meanwhile, they are so powerful. He makes them think they are slaves. Meanwhile, they are his masters. Are you getting me? This is real. God is up to something, I'm telling you. It's up to something. And it is real. It is a contemporary reality that there is a breed of people that the kingdom of God, in the kingdom there is no sin. And because the kingdom has come, sin, the power of sin is broken. This is a present day truth. The present day truth. And I don't know about you. I choose to embrace that. Yes. I choose to embrace that. I choose to embrace that. So if you want excuses, it's okay. Keep living a substandard life. Okay? Keep living below your rights and privileges. And of course, there are consequences that come with that. Whatever you choose comes with consequences. But I want you to know something. That God's plan is for you to be on top. Amen. All the time. Amen. Do you understand? Don't come and tell me you win some, you lose some. You win all. Amen. Yeah. Jesus won all. So, don't lose anything. Yeah. Win all. Yeah. That's not a kingdom talk. That's not a kingdom statement. That is a worldly statement. Yeah. And many of us have embraced that. Oh no, you win some, you lose some. Come on. How many people have said that before? I have said it too. And I've repented. Yeah. I have, I have decided to stop losing. Yes. I, 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 I'm going, I, I have stopped li- losing. Amen. From today, I'm not losing anymore. You, you like losing? Yeah. So, don't lose nothing. Okay? Even at your weakest moment, you are a winner. You win, even in your weakness. Why? Because it's not about you. It's, it's God's investment in you. It's what God has done in you. I'm telling you. Don't undermine what God has done. Don't limit what God has done. Don't reduce what Jesus has done. Satan sneaked into the garden. Deceived Eve. Right? Did, first of all, did Satan fight any war in the garden? He didn't fight. It wasn't a fight. Because he knew who was boss. Come on. Yeah, he knew who was boss. Can you imagine an infant trying to fight the parents? Is it possible? Come on. It's not possible. Huh? Except that one has some extra... Extraordinary 
Unless there's another being inside. Come on. Yeah. So Satan comes into the garden like that. He sneaks in. And then uses deception. Remember, he used deception in heaven. And it worked, right? He got a third of the angels to follow him. So that's experience. Tried and tested too. So he comes like that. And it works. Enters into the serpent. Why does he choose the serpent? In Genesis chapter 3 verse 1, the Bible tells us why. In Genesis chapter 3 verse 1, it says that the, the serpent was the most cunning, huh? most crafty. All right. Now, the serpent was more crafty than any of the wild animals the Lord God had made. Can you see that? So, Satan looked for, that, for an animal that had that quality, that is crafty. The King James says subtle. Okay? So, and, and, and that, okay, yeah, okay, the most, was more cunning. Okay, New King James says cunning, the most cunning, the Old King James says subtle. Can you see that? Yeah. It was more subtle than any beast of the field. So, Satan looked for that quality and he saw the subtlety in, in the serpent. He saw how cunning this one was. He says, I think I can use this one. I think I can use this one. And a lot of times, Satan looks for qualities in people that he can use. I'm telling you. This was what attracted him to the serpent. And that's why he said to the woman, yeah, had God said, you shall not eat of every tree of the garden, and so on. First of all, Adam was the Lord over the earth. Correct? The earth has he given to the sons of men. Adam was in charge. He was the God of this world. In fact, we can say he was the king of the whole earth. Or if you like, you can say he was the emperor. Adam, Adam was the emperor of the earth. Because an emperor, from the emperor, there are kings that come out of the emperor. Yeah. It's like if you look at your Bible, Daniel was a king. In Babylon. Yeah. Or should I say he was a president. Nebuchadnezzar was a king. A king is higher than a president. Daniel was one of the three presidents in Babylon. So, you see, even in the land, the president is not the highest position. In the spirit, there is a ruler. There is a ruler. President is an under, he's under somebody. He's under another being. Come on. Yeah. So now you are a king. Hallelujah. You are a king. It's, it's not a matter of feelings. It's not by your situation. It's by what God has called you. 
All right? So, I'm trying to get into what I want to say. But, yeah. So, Adam, he was in charge. He had the crown. All right? He had the crown and he was walking. In fact, Satan did not come to Adam directly. He came to Eve. Why? He studied them for some time. He took time to study them. He said, ah, which one will be easier now? Hmm? Which one will be easier to deceive? No, that's true. He studied the environment. He studied them. He studied everything. He saw he was able to identify the, 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 the animal to use. And now he identified who to use. Because he knows that Adam loved his wife so much that he'll do whatever she says. <laughs> yeah. So he comes and he deceives her. He convinces her that he's telling the truth. And then she now talks to her husband and they both ate it. Adam knew what he was doing. So it's a matter of choice. Yeah. The woman was deceived, but Adam was not deceived. That's what the Bible tells us, correct? Yeah, Adam was not deceived. He knew exactly what he was doing. He knew what he was doing. So sin is a matter of choice now. For the believer, it's a matter of choice. It's a matter of choice. I'm telling you before God. It's a matter of choice. Yeah. Because in the book of 1 John, it says that whosoever, he that is born of God does not sin. Come on. Where is that? In 1 John. 1 John, is it chapter 4? He that is born of God does not sin. Why? Because it says the seed of God. Remains in him. Yeah? The seed of God remains in him. So if you are born of God, the seed of God, that is the DNA of God, is in you. If you have the DNA of God, God bless you. Yeah? Can you see that? First John chapter 3 verse 9 says, Whoever has been born of God does not do what? How many people are born of God here? Stop sinning. <laughs> Is it, uh, did I put it there? Is it in your Bible? It's in your Bible, right? It's in your Bible. Okay. So, he does not sin. Why? For his seed remains in him. And what? <laughs> Come on. Let, let's read it together. It, look at it. It's on the screen. Come on. One, two, three. Whoever has been born of God does not sin. For his seed remains in him and he cannot sin because he has been born of God. So what about the pastor I told you about last week? 
who said he's under grace. So because of that, he has multiple women. Come on. He has been deceived. Let's read it in the Amplified. Look at how the Amplified puts it. It say, No one born begotten of God deliberately. Come on. Hey, it's a deliberate act. Deliberately. Knowingly. Come on. Knowingly. Don't say you don't know. You know what you're doing. Come on. Habitually. No one. If you see a believer that habitually lives like that, question his salvation. Question whose seed he's carrying. Hallelujah. Oh, he, he doesn't practice his sin. Ah. I know it's not a popular, yeah, this is not a, oh, come on, say it, pastor, kind of thing, you know. Preach it, talk to me, pastor. Yeah, I know, that's not it. But I, I don't care about that. Yeah, because there's something we want to do in this nation. Yeah. And I'll tell you why you need to, you need to stop sinning. He said, for God's nature abides in him. Can you see that? How many people have God's nature? Come on. You have God's nature. Yeah. So stop it. Stop it. Okay. Yeah. God's nature abides in him. His principle of life. Come on. Yo, 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 yo. The divine sperm. Come on. Yeah, yeah. The seed. The, the, the sperm of God is his word. That's what causes you to conceive. Causes you to conceive and you give birth to great things. That's why the devil tries to keep you away from the word. Because he knows the power that is in it. Right? The divine spirit remains permanently within him. Come on. It's not a temporary thing. It's a permanent thing. It's a permanent thing. He cannot practice sinning. Did you see that? He cannot. He cannot. He cannot. That's why you feel bad when you do it. Yeah, because it's saying to you, this is contrary to your nature. He's like a human being trying to be a dog. It's a contradiction. Hallelujah. You have the seed of God. You have the DNA of God. You have, you have the life of God in you. Don't submit to beggarly things. Hallelujah. So, the only way Satan could get the crown from Adam was to get him to sin. Okay? Lamentations, chapter 5. I know some of you have never read open Lamentations. You don't know what I'm talking about. Lamentations, chapter 5, verse 16. 
Lamentations is after. Okay, yeah. Verse 16. Look at, look at, look at what it says there. It says, what? The crown has fallen from our head. Can you see? When we sin, the crown falls. Can you see why he wants us to remain, to keep making excuses? Because he's after your crown. You are a king. You are called to rule. You are called to dominate. But he doesn't have the power to rule over you. So guess what? He causes you to sin so that your crown can fall off your head. Yeah, that's what he did. That's what he did to Adam. He says, woe to us for we have sinned. It's because we sin that the crown falls off our head. It's because we sin. That's why we don't have the authority to command demons. That's why we're not able to raise the dead like we're supposed to. Listen, the apostles were raising the dead even before Jesus went to the cross. Yeah, before he went to the cross. Listen. Everybody in this church must raise the dead. Get ready. Hallelujah. Get ready. Get ready. Get ready. Say something is cooking. Something is cooking. Something is cooking. Something is cooking. You are taking your crown back. I say you are taking your crown back. Put it back on your head. Time to dominate. It's time to rule. You start ruling and dominating in life. That's your calling. No more excuses. All these, all these, all these theologians that come and give you know give you excuses to put down your crown. Ha! So you see why the devil. Is busy on many pulpits. He knows, he knows, he knows the value of what you've got. It's just that you don't know. But he knows. He's not fooled. He knew what Adam had. Adam didn't know what he had. He didn't know. And unfortunately, many believers today don't know what they have. They don't know. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Come on. Look at Romans chapter 5. Let's go to Romans chapter 5. I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. Ish. You see, I didn't plan to say all this thing. I just changed direction when the Lord spoke to me. Hallelujah. This is what he's saying right now. This is the Rema word for now. It's not about my plans. It's about his plans. Come on. Romans chapter 5. Verse 17. Look at it. For if by the, the one man's offense death reigned, through the one, much more those who receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness will reign in life 
through the one, Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Come on now. Look at that. By one man's offense. Who is that one man? Correct. Adam. By one man's offense, death reigned. So in other words, when Satan took the crown from Adam, he put it on his head. That's death now. Started reigning. Started ruling. Can you see? So the whole of humanity was brought under death. You are subject to death. But I thank God for Jesus. Somebody say, thank God for Jesus. I thank God for Jesus. I thank God for Jesus. He says, much more those who receive abundance of grace. How many people have received abundance of grace? Yes! Abundance of grace. Because we've received abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness. You didn't make this up. It's not your righteousness. It's His righteousness. Come on. You receive it. And because you receive it, you will reign in life. Come on. Your crown has been restored. Your crown has been restored. It's time to rule. It's time to rule. It's time to become a king. Start ruling. Hallelujah. Is that Balisa? Hey, God bless you, brother. And Sefi, oh my goodness. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm telling you, this is the truth. This is the truth. Don't let anyone deceive you. This is the truth. You are called to rule. You are not a victim. You are not a slave. Your crown. God is putting back your crown. Turn to someone and say, God is putting back your crown. Your crown is being restored. It's time to begin to rule. Yeah. It's time to rule. I am born to rule. I don't know about you. I am born to rule. Yeah. You know, for many years, I've always believed that I'm born to rule. Born to rule. And this is my proof. So I don't know about you. you. You decide what you want. No more excuses. <laughs> no more excuses. You are going to rule. You rule over poverty. You rule over sickness. You rule over death. Come on. You rule. You are, you are born to rule. That's what Jesus did. I'm excited about that. That's why we are going to manifest some things in this land that this land has never seen. Yeah. We are, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Turn to someone and say, mm, 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 mm. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. Don't be fooled by what you see right now. Are you getting me? Yes. What is coming is explosive. Yes. In fact, it is catastrophic. Yes. Satan will look and he, he will have a permanent nightmare. Yes. 
Because when you appear, things will start happening. I am telling you. So no more excuses. Yeah, when you make a mistake, don't be condemned. Get up quickly and say, hey, my crown, my crown. Where is my crown? Satan, bring it back. By the blood of Jesus, give me back my crown. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. That's where 1 John chapter 2 verse 1, you know, speaks. 1 John chapter 2 verse 1. He says, my little children, these things I write to you so that what? You may not sin. Come on. So that you may not sin. You, in other words, it's a choice. These things are right to you so that you may not sin. And if anyone sins, if at all it happens, if you become dumb and foolish enough to sin, don't be condemned. Come on now. Don't be condemned. He says we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. Hallelujah. If you sin, get up quickly and say, Father, I'm sorry. That was dumb of me. That was dumb. I, I, I shouldn't have done that. I'm sorry. I did that. I need the blood of Jesus to cleanse me. I want my crown back. I want my crown back. You take your crown back. Hallelujah. Because Jesus Christ is there by the Father. And he's saying, Father, Father, remember my blood. Remember I went to the cross. Remember what I did to get this I paid the price. Give him back his crown. Yeah. That's the kind of people God is raising here. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Satan is in trouble. He's in trouble. I'm telling you, he's in trouble. No more excuses. I refuse to make excuses. And I refuse to deceive you. You understand? I refuse to deceive you. I choose to tell you the truth. If you love me, fine. If you hate me, fine. I will still tell you the truth. I'm not trying to impress anybody. If I want to impress people, I know what to do. I'm telling you. I can bamboozle you with all sorts of things. I know what to say. I know what to do. I know how to play the game if I want to. But I don't want to lose my crown. I know it's not just about me. I want everybody here. When you walk out of this place, walk out with dignity. Come on. Walk out with dignity. And say, I am born to rule. And I will rule in this land. That's what Jesus paid for. That's what Jesus paid for. Hallelujah. Remember, we, we, we looked at Romans chapter 7. Let's read that. Romans chapter 7, verse 9. It says, I was alive without the law, but when the commandment came, sin revived and I died. Okay? I was alive without the law. And I said to you, 
that that's the state of every child. Yeah. 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 Every infant. That's why you will never find an infant or child in hell. For such is the kingdom of God. Jesus said, unless you are converted and become like the little child, you cannot enter the kingdom. So we want to manifest the kingdom. We want to bring heaven to the earth. Correct? So we need to now have the innocence of the child. Now it's not talking, it's not, it's not talking about the naivety of a child, but the innocence of the child. The innocence of the child, we need it back. Because that's the state Adam was before he sinned. That's the state. Okay? He says, I was alive once without the law. In other words, I didn't know good from evil. I didn't know the difference. Correct? Yeah. Does a child know? He just looks at whatever he sees. That's what he does. That's why if you tell the child, don't do this, and you are doing it, it's a contradiction. The child doesn't learn by instruction, just by instruction. He learns by modeling. So whatever you model is what the child learns. If you tell the child, love God, and you are hating God, He'll never hear you. Come on. Yeah. So what you are is louder than what you say. Yeah. So the child needs to see how much you love God. The child needs to see how much you pray. The child needs to see how much you love your Bible. The child needs to see how much you love people. The child needs to see how you don't gossip. The child needs to... All those things are important. I was alive once without the law. But when the commandment came, sin revived and I died. So Paul is talking about himself. There was a time where he was an infant. And he didn't know his right from his his left. He didn't know good and evil. He didn't know any of that. But then, as he grew, as he grew, As he began to grow, he got to a point where he could tell the difference between right and wrong. He could tell the difference. He could could make an intelligent decision. And that's when sin revived. And where was the sin? In his flesh. In his sinful nature. David says, I was conceived... In iniquity. In sin did my mother conceive me. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So did the mother conceive his spirit? What did the mother conceive? The body. Yeah. So that's where sin hid. And it was waiting for the moment of activation. Okay, he was waiting for the moment of activation while the child is still a child. You know, he's still, he can't tell. Children will be children. Sometimes they are naughty, they do some things. It doesn't mean they have sinned. You are the one that thinks they have sinned. It's your religious mind. 
They have not sinned. Yeah, they're still innocent. Okay? And then I died. Huh? Then verse 10, look at verse 10. He says, and the commandment which was to bring life, I found to bring death. So they told, don't do this. Do this. You tell the child from time, the child don't even understand what you're saying. The more you say don't do it, the more he does it. But then it gets to an age. I don't know what that age is. Only God knows. But there's what is known as the age of accountability. Where the child can be held accountable. Only God knows that. We don't know. That's when the child can make an eternal decision. That's when spiritual death comes in. And that's why he needs to be born again as an adult. Or, you know, at whatever age. Okay? So, the point is this. Understand that the sin that you struggle with is in your flesh. And that's why you need to feed your spirit. Feed your spirit. Make your spirit strong so that you can walk in victory. Okay? I've shared a story before about this man that, that had two dogs. Remember? One white dog and one black dog. And he would take them to the, to the marketplace... And the dogs will fight. People will bet. People would bet on which dog is going to win. All right? Yeah, people will, will, will put their money, and the man always knew which dog would win. So sometimes the white dog would win, and sometimes the black dog would win. But the man never lost a bet. So one day, somebody asked him, what is the secret? How do you know? Because you would think, okay, if this one is, if the white wins, then the white is the stronger one, right? And I would always put my money on that. But sometimes he would, he would put his money on the black, and then the black would win. And sometimes he'd say, okay, I'm going to put my money on the black. Since it won last time, he would put his money on the white, and the white would win. The guy never lost. So, somebody was asking him, what, how do you know? How do you know which dog? He said, it's very simple. The dog I want to win, I feed. The one I want to lose, I starve. So, he knows. He knows the one that he fed. Yes? He knows the one that he fed. So, because of that, the one... I mean, very simple. And it's the same principle in the spirit. If you feed your spirit man, your spirit man will always win. Come on. Yeah. But if you feed your flesh and you starve your spirit, your flesh will always win. Yeah. So start feeding your spirit. Start feeding your spirit. Feed your spirit with the word of God. Feed your spirit with your obedience. Jesus said, my food, 
my nourishment, my sustenance is to do the will of him who sent me and to finish his work. Each time you do the will of God, you are, being, you are feeding your spirit. Each time you, 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 you feed upon the word, Jesus said in Matthew 4, 4, he says, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. If, if you will feed upon the word of God, your spirit will get strong. Get strong. Read the Bible. Read the Bible. If you spend time in prayer, you will be strong. You don't like to pray. Just entertainment all the time. You can't live on entertainment. Those guys that you know you are watching are being paid. You are not being paid for watching them. You're not being paid, are you? You are paying to watch them. You're paying to you you pay to watch them. You pay your DSTV subscription, don't you? You pay your TV license, I hope. Yeah. Yeah. You are paying to watch them. And you are there. <laughs> they are laughing to the bank. So how can you build your life on entertainment? Can't you see it's not it's it's, it's not balanced. Feed yourself. Feed, do something with your life. Don't waste your time. Hallelujah. No, entertainment is not seen, but just understand you know that when you are watching it, you know there's somebody. The ratings are going up. Yeah. The ratings are going up. The advertisers, you know, they, they, those guys, they are making money from you watching. Oh, you don't know? Huh? They are making money. So, ha, ha. okay, enough said. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, the point is this. Feed your spirit. You feed your spirit by the word of God. You feed your spirit in prayer. You feed your spirit by obedience. You feed your spirit by worship. When you worship God, your spirit is excited. Your spirit is strong. And that's why in this church, we don't focus on entertainment. We can make... uh, (laughs) Anyway, that's not the... That's beside the point. Yeah. The main thing is this. Feed your spirit so that your spirit will be strong enough to resist every temptation. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Pastor, you know, I I don't know. It it happened in my dream. Go back to that dream and defeat that thing. Amen. Yeah. Go back. Defeat it. Why? You are a ruler. You are called to rule. So you say, hey, Satan, rematch. I ask for a rematch. Yes. Yeah, every champion must be ready to be challenged. Come on. Am I correct? Yeah. So if he got your crown, tell him that was then. Now I ask for a rematch. Come on. 
Yeah, I've asked for a rematch and I'm coming to, I'm coming to take back my crown. Yeah. Payback time. That's right. Yeah. You got to pay back. Bible says if a thief is caught, he will restore sevenfold. Sevenfold. Can you, can you imagine? Yeah. Sevenfold. That's, 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 that's serious. So you, when, when it's payback time, he pays with interest. He pays with interest. Get ready for some mega interest. Hallelujah. Yes. The point is this. In this day and age, there is a breed of people that will walk in victory over sin. Look at Romans chapter 8, verse 1. Verses 1 and 2. Romans chapter 8, verses 1 and 2. He says, there is therefore now... Come on. I think we should read it together because you know it, it's more powerful when we read it together. One, two, three. There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. Verse two. Come on. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. Come on. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. You are free. Turn to someone and say, you are free. 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 Come on. Yes. Yeah. There is therefore now no condemnation. Nobody has a right to condemn you. Including yourself. Are you getting me? Yeah. He says, for the law of the spirit in life, of life in Christ Jesus. The law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. No, it's not not a law of sin and death working in you. No, no, no. It's the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. Do you know, years ago, in this land, John G. Lake. How many people have heard of John G. Lake? Okay, John G. Lake in this land, you know what happened? There was, there was an epidemic and people were dying. When I read about it, it I don't know what exactly it was, but it, it appears it has a similar appearance to Ebola. I don't know what it is. But it, it, people that come in contact with, with, with carriers got infected and they died. So John G. Lake was helping people and he was doing it without protection. Well, you better know what you are doing before you do that. Okay? Yeah. But he did. And they said to him, you are going to die. You don't wear any protection. He says, no, I'm not going to die. He said, what? How? He said, no. He says, the the, the bacteria or whatever it is, when it touches my body, it will die. And they say, Explain. Do you know his explanation? Romans chapter 8 verse 2. That was his explanation. He says, for the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. That was his explanation. I mean, scientifically, it does not make sense. 
It doesn't make sense. What has that got to do with bacteria? You, you don't understand that bacteria operate by certain laws. Yeah, there are laws that govern their operation. So he's saying they say higher law. Come on, tell someone they say higher law. They say higher law. The law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. In other words, what is working in me is more powerful than sin. It is more powerful than death. What is working in those victims is the law of sin and death. That's what is killing them. It's a law of sin and death that is working in their bodies. But another law is working in my body. It's called the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. And then they say, he says, in fact, let's demonstrate this. So he says to them, take saliva from the person who has been, um, who is a carrier. Right? They take saliva from the person and then they put it on his hand. And they brought it under the microscope. And guess what? They saw the thing was moving on his hand. Then after some time, it stopped moving. And then he died. There is something inside you that is going to kill sin. Yes. Yes. That's why Sickness, every sickness and disease in your body are command to die in the name of Jesus. Every virus in your body dies right now in the name of Jesus. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made you free from the law of sin and death. Come on. Yes. If you need a blood transfusion, receive one right now in the name of Jesus. The blood of Jesus is walking. Every cell in your body, I command every cell in your body, every, every, every tissue in your body, I command right now to receive the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus, in the name of Jesus. I banish every spirit of death in your body right now, in the name of Jesus. I bind every spirit. I bind every spirit. Every spirit that causes death Every spirit, every spirit, every bondage to sin, I command to be broken right now, right now, right now. In the name of Jesus, receive your freedom. It's time to rule. It's time to rule over those situations. It's time to rule over sickness. It's time to rule over disease. It's time to rule over death. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. You are not going to die anyhow. Amen. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah, where is Bongwe? Bongwe, come, 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 come. Yeah, you have a testimony. Let them hear this testimony. Come quickly. Yeah, yeah. I'm taking you by surprise. It's okay. Hallelujah. Sometimes when I say some things, you think... You think it's just talk. Come on. Yeah, let's celebrate him. Yes. Yo, yo, yo. Yeah, tell them what happened to you. Is it June 16th? Yeah. Tell them, tell them. (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> Receive grace. Uh, okay, I was uh, visiting family in Cape Town. Um, and interestingly, Later on, I dropped my sisters at their places in Kalimantan. Sure. Um, so on my way back, um, my brother, my younger brother, called me. He wanted to swap cars. So I said, okay, let's meet there by my place. There's a garage there. So I got there. He was already there. We swapped the cars, and then he drove off. So on my way home, it's like two minutes from the garage to my place. Then I stopped on the side after the garage. I went out. Then I sent him a message to say he must be careful because it's late. It was around about 10. And while I was still busy there, and then three guys came to the car. So when I looked up, one guy was um, on the driver's side. I saw the gun. Uh, okay. While I was still looking at him, the other guy on my driver's side shot at the window of the car. So when I had the gunshot, I ducked. But uh, by miracle, the, gun did, the bullet didn't come through the window. So it just shattered the glass of the window. So I'm not sure whether they were also scared. So they stand back. They took a step back and pointed the gun, both of them. Then there was a third one behind the car as well. So they took me out of the car and laid me on the floor to, and said, they mustn't, I must show my hands because they were not sure what was yeah. happening because they, somehow they, they were still shocked that the bullet didn't hit me. So, okay, they stripped the car, stripped me, took everything, and they were asking where the car keys. So as I was lying there, I said, the keys are in the car. So they wanted to take the car, but somehow they couldn't see the keys in the car. Um, so as I was lying there, one guy was stepping on my back with a gun in my head. The other one's shouting, shoot him, kill him. I could feel the gun. He was trembling. So he couldn't shoot. Then they exchanged. The other one came. <laughs> so he was talking, talking, and then I just said my prayer, Lord, get them out of here. In the name of Jesus. I can't die like this. In the less than a second, they ran off. I woke up. Um, so I woke up, and I could see them running, all three of them running. As I woke up, I was like, okay, the car is still here as well. So I got into the car, drove home. Um, so, yeah, that's, that was the story, and uh, I just went straight to bed. I didn't even go to the police. Uh, so when, when I got home, my mother was uh, shocked as well, so we prayed and we praised, and yeah, um, that's... Hallelujah. Yeah.
Thank you. Hallelujah. Turn to your neighbor and say, you, you should not die like that. Amen. Yeah. If you, will, if you will receive this word I'm speaking, do you understand what I'm saying? If you will receive it and take it inside, it will preserve your life. I'm telling you, it will preserve your life. God bless you for that testimony. This is real. Have you ever heard somebody standing with a gun and pulls a trigger, the bullet comes out, it doesn't enter the car? They saw something they've never seen. You're wondering why they ran. Do you know the angels that are with you? God might have just opened their eyes to see something. And they run for their lives. Hallelujah. Amen. The law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. So receive that. Receive that. That is your portion. That is part of your inheritance. In the past, Satan has succeeded. Tell him. That was rehearsal. Now is the real thing. No more. No more. Hallelujah. The kingdom of God is real. Yes. It's real. When it's time for you to die, God will just, you know, tell you it's time to go. Let's go. Amen. Right? Premature death. I banish that from your life. In the name of Jesus. Jesus' name. Yeah. Speak a covering over you. Release the ministry of angels over you. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. I think, let's stop, you know. Hallelujah. I didn't get to say what I wanted, but it's okay. Glory to God. This is what God wants. How many people are ready to rule and reign? Come on, let's stand up on our feet. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.